the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Whether it's palm trees or plumerias, nothing says Florida paradise like tropical plants and trees. Unfortunately, nothing says paradise lost like watching those beautiful blooms wither. Welcome to Janae's Tropicals, the show that helps you get your green thumb back for good. Find Janae's online at tropicalfruit.com. And now your host, Janae. Good morning. Happy Saturday. My name's Janae with Janae's Tropicals. I'm located at 6831 Central Avenue in St. Petersburg. You know what? It's, it's just so wonderful to wake up and, and see the sun shining and just to thank God for an awesome day. It is just lovely and steamy. It is very hot out, but, you know, we could be freezing, right? <laughs> so, come see me today. We're right on the way to the Gulf Beaches, so um, make us a destination. I'm easy to find. I can't hide from anyone, not that I try to. Uh, you can find me at tropicalfruit.com or Facebook me at Janae's Tropicals. I try to put cool stuff on when something comes into fruit or or a pretty flower that I really, really like um, is blooming. Um, we have so many fun things at the nursery, and I'm going to share with you. But first, you're listening to Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Love you guys. Wonderful, wonderful group of people and friends. Love them all. So we, we specialize in so many fun things. I just like it all. Uh, one of my specialties is citrus and tropical fruit trees. And by the way, just want to mention we're having our 21st annual tropical fruit tasting and festival at Janae's Tropicals. It's coming up quickly. I'm harvesting those mangoes. It's July 16th and 17th, which is on a Saturday. It's 10 till 4 each day. Should be a lot of fun. Dress cool. That's all. Those are my words of wisdom. Dress cool. The kids will be selling snow cones for a, a buck. So we'll, we'll keep you cool. And then I'll have the misters going on. I want you to be comfortable because it's very steamy out. But it will be a lot of fun. We have people come in from all over, um, all different cultures um, come together. And it's just so fun. And we have a big mango festival and bring in lots of tropical fruits. A mango is not a mango. I will tell you it's not a mango. It's a, I'm mad about mangoes. Can you tell? We have quite a few at the nursery in the ground, and they're just loaded with fruit, and the, the fruit is hanging like ornaments. And then we have over, sell over 50 varieties, and believe me, worldwide, 
there are hundreds upon hundreds of variety, named varieties of mangoes. So when you buy one at the grocery store, you're getting a little itty-bitty-bitty taste of what's available. And one of the many benefits to growing your own fruit, whether it's a mango or a citrus or um, star fruit or whatever, um, you can ensure that it, it ripens properly on the tree. Uh, you're able to select the very best varieties, I call them dooryard varieties, that you can grow in your own backyard. Um, when, when mangoes are shipped and sold commercially, generally the ones that have great flavor but also have a very long shelf life, sometimes they may be a little fibrous, um, you know, the stringy, stringy in the teeth. <laughs> um, therefore, they'll last through shipping, and if they sit on the shelf for a little while, they'll they won't break down quickly. Now, many of the varieties that, that you can grow your own, um, they may not last as long, uh, perhaps a week, two, three weeks in the refrigerator. But you know what? Who is going to leave a mango sitting around that long? I'm not. I can't keep my hands off of them. They're so delicious. Um, so what I'm trying to say is there are so many wonderful varieties that you can grow yourself. Um, and we're coming right into that season. So as I said, we carry over, we'll say, oh, at least 50 varieties, perhaps more. And there are mangoes from all over the world, um, Southeast Asia has a large number of mango cultivars. And we carry quite a few um, Asian mangoes, and they are absolutely delicious. And then you have um, the Indian mangoes, which are native to India. And, and I will tell you, each culture is just so fond of the varieties that they grow in their native land. Um, so we carry Southeast Asian mangoes, um, Indian mangoes, and mangoes that were, were hybridized right in the, the U.S. And I say hybridized, but this is very interesting. Um, some of the original mangoes uh, are across. They're, the ones in the U.S. are derived from a couple of varieties. You have your, your old um, turpentine mango that, that came around into the U.S. I think it was imported around... 1880. I wasn't there, so I'm not like, but, you know, somewhere around there, but I can see it in my mind. Um, and so we'll call that the turpentine mango, which is, you know, the fruit is, it's fair. It's fair. It's very, very fibrous, but the tree happens to be a very, very hardy tree, very durable, uh, holds up fairly well to um, the cold. Um, definitely not the best variety, but it, it's one of the old timers. And there is a uh, an Indian mango, one of the originals. Um, and as I said, I wasn't there, but it's called Moldgoba. Um, so let's tell a story. Let's say they were bought, <laughs> brought to the South Florida um, around Homestead, uh, Miami area, and the two were crossed. The pollen was mixed, and um, generally with mango, when um, there's like one main original, the biggest mango grower is in um, uh, South Florida, 
And believe it or not, many of the varieties of the mangoes are named after the family, which I always think is fun. I mean, there's Carrie, there's Glenn. Everybody in the family gets a mango named after them, (laughs) which I think that's pretty cool. So you're listening to Janae with Janae's Tropicals. I'm located at 6831 Central Avenue in St. Petersburg. You can find us at tropicalfruit.com. And I I just want to mention on the website, I have a few things listed because we do a little bit of shipping, um, small trees that is. But we have trees up to 10, 12, 15 feet um, in the mango cultivars. and, And we just have a huge selection of everything. So Really, the site doesn't do the nursery justice, and I need to work on that, and I will. Or you can find me at uh, Janae's Tropicals, Facebook us, um, Janae's Tropicals, and log on, and you'll see some cute pictures of my kids holding fruit. Love it. Just love it. And you're listening to Faith Talk 570 and 910WTBN. So we're talking about um, hybridizing the mangoes. So one of the the very uh, first um, uh, mangoes to be named in um, South Florida was a cross between Molgoba of India and the uh, turpentine mango. And let's let's picture they were joined together under the swaying coconuts of West Palm Beach, Florida. How does that sound? So um, generally when, let's say, they, the, the trees were joined, they, they fruited, and then from the fruits of uh, the tree, um, the seedlings from the fruits were planted, the seeds were planted, and new trees grew. And from a seedling, a mango can take, um, gosh, up to 10 years to bear a fruit. And that's why we graft them, by the way, because our trees are not from seed, because they can take 10 years. Okay, so we have um, all these mango babies popping up, and it can take them 10 years to produce fruit. The fruit might be absolutely wonderful, or it could be very fair. It could be very fibrous, like one of the parents, the turpentine mango, um, and of poor quality. But if if the diff- the fruits on the different trees have different characteristics. Um, they can be set aside and propagated. Um, one of the, the first to be named is the Hayden mango, and that is one of the um, originals. It's, um, it's a seed from the Mulgoba, which is the Indian mango, and the Hayden mango is a beautiful, bright, Red mango, it's uh, an alternate bearer, which when alternate bearing means one year you might have a really heavy crop of fruit, and then you might have a light crop, then a heavy crop, then a light crop. That's why commercially um, cultivars are selected that bear consistently because of the mango, um, the mango business. They need to make sure they have uh, – the ripening is consistent so they can supply all of um, the fruit stands and so forth. Um, so the, the Hayden is from Moldova. And it was given to a woman named Florence Hayden of Coconut Grove, which is by Miami. And so she chose Hayden. It's named after 
um, her. And to her, <laughs> don't you just love stories? Um, the fruit of the Hayden, um, she believed, contained the characteristics of her parents. And I won't keep going on that. But from the Hayden, which has excellent flavor, by the way, um, however, there are more and more varieties were uh, cultivated from the Hayden. So let's say Mrs. Hayden uh, has her one tree, and she loves it, and then she gets the fruit from it, and she starts planting all of these seeds. And the seedlings pop up, and within 10 long years, they start producing. And one tree might have this massive fruit larger than the Hayden. Um, Another tree might bear another very large uh, mango Um, that hangs on the tree forever, that means, which is good, that means we have a late ripening mango. Um, And then let's say um, uh, she has uh, one odd one, really odd mango, turns purple, and it's a deep, deep purple, and actually you might recognize this tree all over the Tampa Bay area. Um, So let's say out of the many trees... You know, some are really good, some are fair, and she has these three cultivars that are fabulous, and all the characteristics are a little different. Um, The ripening season is different uh, from each other, and um, so she starts grafting each tree, and then she'll give them to her friends and uh, to spread the love, (laughs) spread the mangoes. Um, So... One of the ones that were grown is called the Kent, um, which is just a fabulous mo- uh, mango. It's grown commercially. And we sell the trees, by the way. It's a late producer, which is wonderful. So it, it, it ripens into um, July and August. Uh, it turns uh, bright red with a touch of yellow. The flavor is fabulous. So that's the Kent. It's a quite large tree. Um, Another one, which is big and green like a football, Uh, it's a very large mango, and it can extend even later into the season. Um, That one is called the Keat, and these are all derived from Hayden seedlings. All the offspring, isn't that wonderful? So if you just really love mangoes and you have enough room, I mean, you can really spread your season out. Um, so then we have the Hayden, and then a very, very popular one that is starting to ripen now, very soon, because we're a little early right now, um, is Tommy Adkins. And when you drive through your neighborhoods, and you, the Tommy Adkins is extremely productive. It's a very hardy tree. So when you drive through the neighborhood and you see these purple, big, beautiful mango fruits hanging from a tree, it's the Tommy Adkins. They're, they're a little fibrous. However, the quality is very delicious, very productive tree. It's just a beautiful, beautiful mango. When they ripen, they'll turn red and yellow. So anyway, that's like a little mango history. And uh, from there, I mean, there are just tons and tons of wonderful varieties. Uh, we carry um, some of the um, Indian mangoes, which are fabulous. So... Mangoes from the different regions in the world, they all have different characteristics, and they taste different, and they are all 
so good. So when we have our tropical fruit tasting this July 16th and 17th, Saturday and Sunday from 10 to 4, we'll have all kinds of wonderful um, samples. That, so you can come in and just go right down the line and, and taste the mango. If you'd like a tree, that's wonderful. But it's nice to, you know, just real. There are people that have had a mango from who knows where they've bought one. And because they're picked early, you know, sometimes they're really good. Other times, you know, they're like, well, I really don't care for mangoes. You know, maybe because they've never had a good one. Um, I will tell you, it's there's a huge, huge difference in the different cultivars. So some of the Indian mangoes, um, which are delicious, and we have a lovely um, Indian clientele, and it's fun because everybody makes their own native dishes. So at the tasting, we'll probably have pickled mangoes, which yummy, yummy, yummy. <laughs> They're really good. So. Um, uh, they're cut up green, and I'm a rotten cook. When I smell it burning, I yell, dinner is ready, so I won't be the one making the dishes or the, um, the, right, the different um, little dishes to sample because um, I can chop good, though. I'm a good little chopper. There's a special way to trim or cut mangoes so you don't waste any of the luscious pulp. Um, I can give a demonstration on that. But anyway, so we'll have lots of fun dishes. We'll have some tied um, dishes with mangoes, and besides the mangoes, we'll have jackfruit and mame sapote and and different guavas and all kinds of fun stuff for everybody to try. Um, there's so many fun things you can grow here, and um, I have a lot of people come in, and they if they can't eat it, they don't want it in their yard. And tropical fruit trees are actually just very lovely, and they can fit into any landscape. They most provide good shade. They look great. They're very lush looking, and the fruit is is um, ornamental. It's very pretty, and then you can go out there and eat it. So some of the um, Indian mangoes that we carry. Uh, are dwarf and semi-dwarf, and then I have a couple of large trees. Um, the Kesar mango is wonderful. It, it's a smaller compact tree. The Bombay and the Alfonso are great big trees, but I'll tell you, people just love those. Um, there's Him, Sagar, Malika, and they're all fa fabulous. Many of the Indian mangoes have really dark orange flesh inside. Um they're just delicious. Um, and then the Thai mangoes. The Thai mangoes can be eaten hard um, or underripe and uh, grated. And they're so yummy. Um, they can be grated in salads, pickled, uh, used in a dish with peanut sauce. So we'll have fun things to try. Um, a lot of the Thai mangoes are coming into season now. And one of the great things about the Thai mangoes, they bloom. They're, they have an extended blooming season. Um, for instance, the Nandak Mai and the Shokanan um, just keep keep coming into to flower. It's so exciting. Um, the, right now, they, the fruit is a good um, probably five to six inches long, and they're coming into bloom again. I walked out and look at, looked at our mango trees, and I couldn't believe it. Um, there are more. It's, the bloom spikes and blooms are called an inflorescence. So I, they're just all over the trees. I'm very, very excited. So we're starting to harvest um, some of the uh, fruits now. And we try to get an early start just to make sure that um, 
we have um, the, the early, mid, and late season mangoes to sample. But uh, the uh, Namduk Mai, the Kyo Savoy, the Pinsane Mun, uh, Shokanon, and there's a, a new one called Maha Chinook, which is fabulous. Um, you can eat the mango when it's nice and green and hard. And um, you can uh, cut them like french fries. And they're absolutely delicious. They're, they're sweet and very crunchy. Or you can let them soften. And um, they're just so wonderful. And uh, they cut like butter. But besides that, I mean, we'll have numerous, numerous um, uh, fruits to try. So this time of the year, um, if you haven't treated your, your fruit trees uh, with a if you're having a powdery mildew issue or there's another fungus called anthracnose, I've mentioned it before, but the anthracnose can unfortunately attack a mango trees, uh, avocados, and um, other types of um, fruit trees. And um, it can, if it gets on the fruit, it can definitely set the the um, fruit back and it can break down quickly and rot and that would be very sad we don't want that to happen but uh, generally we spray two to three times with a, a copper spray and that keeps um, that keeps the, the trees nice and clean that's very very important because the anthracnose can wreak havoc plus it it can uh, ruin your bloom spikes and then you end up um, it ends up aborting all the fruit um, so when we have a program I'd be happy you come in here and I'll give you a, a spray schedule and um, also powdery mildew at this time of the year it's it's very humid out and powdery mildew can get on everything from mangoes to crepe myrtles to many things. It, it, it's a white mold, it, and it just engulfs your bloom spikes. And uh, what else did I say? It can just, it can, it was on the leaves of something. Here I saw. <laughs> I don't like powdery mildew. Um, but anyway, so there are, there are, you know, sprays, even even a good neem oil um, or, or a, um, Horticultural oil is good. You just have to follow the directions. The horticultural oil is really good because it's a miticide, fungicide, insecticide, and it smothers fungal spores. You just have to make sure that you you spray late in the evening because if it's too hot, um, you, it can cause leaf drop. And um, you don't want that to happen. But powdery mildew can really, uh, really destroy... Uh, your bloom spikes and cause your fruit to um, to drop. So, um, also if if your uh, trees have a lot of fruit on them right now, hold off on feeding them until after you harvest the fruit. Generally, for an established tree, um, unless you use a very low nitrogen but high potassium and phosphorus. Um, fertilizer, generally you feed in March, June, and September. However, in Pinellas County, I have to add, um, we're under a fertilizer ban, but uh, we carry Florida's finest, uh, which is 50% slow time release nitrogen. Um, I have to add that. <laughs> um, so we're, we're able to sell our fertilizer. It's a wonderful brand. It's great for all of the tropical fruit. 
and we are in compliance, or else you get a very large fine from the county. <laughs> I can laugh when I say that. Um, <laughs> so, um, but, you know, we have lots of wonderful information, and we are here to help you. I want you to be happy when you walk out into your yard and enjoy to enjoy your own tropical paradise. Um, there's a few insects to be aware of. If you start to see um, um, sooty mold, that's actually a mildew. Whenever you see that, you might have um, issues with scale, which can get on your mangoes this time of the year. But I, I recommend just walking through the yard, you know, as you're taking your stroll, flip up the leaves. Look underneath neath your leaves, and if you see anything that shouldn't be there, you might need to treat for it. And I, I welcome people to um, put your leaves in baggies. Don't bring me a branch with, like, spider mites flying all over. Just pick off a few leaves and put them in a baggie and bring them in, and I can help you uh, troubleshoot. Um, just want to cover one quick thing. Um, no, we'll do that next time. Uh, Robolinis, well, uh, different palms. There are different issues this time of the year. You're listening to Janae with Janae's Tropicals. Don't forget our tropical fruit tasting July 15th or 16th and 17th at Janae's Tropicals. Come see me. Uh, you can find me on tropicalfruit.com or Janae's Tropicals. Facebook me. You're listening to Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.